Hello and welcome to The Dungeon, a Minecraft podcast, episode 17. Today we will be going over the Discord server which is now finally open and we'll also be going over the command blocks and others alike that you can get in creative mode. Let's get straight into it. So first before we go to our main topic or the Discord server, I'm going to make you all wait and we will start with the reviews. So the first one is the Coral Reef, which we'll search it up on the Minecraft wiki. I really need to get more prepared for the shows. I normally do, I get everything else prepared except these. Um, so here we are, the Coral Reefs, this is read off the Minecraft wiki. Coral reefs are structures that generate in warm ocean biomes. They consist of multiple clusters of coral blocks, coral, and coral fans. These clusters come in a wide variety of shapes, sizes, colors, ranging from a few blocks of brain coral on the ground to large tree-like structures of fire coral. For generation, coral reefs generate throughout warm ocean biomes, though not in deep warm ocean biomes, densely covering the sea floor. Coral, reef, coral reefs generate at constant elevation by level, although they can generate on underwater ravine floors, they do not generate on deep ocean floors. In bedrock edition, the coral reef structures are stored in the coral crust folder. Um, therefore, players can manually load, manually load every piece of coral reef structure using structure blocks. For example, coral crust slash outcropping one loads one of the coral reef variant structure. That's, that's kind of cool. Um, so that is pretty much all for the coral. So the good things about coral is that it's such a versatile block, there's nothing really like it in the game. It's so colourful, um, the textures are really good. There are a few things bad about it. Um, one, you got to mine up the silk touch to obtain the coral. Two, it dries out out of water, and very quickly, which is very annoying. So the things I would like is Instead of it having the coral have to be touching a water block to stay coloured, maybe it has to maybe it has to just be within five blocks of water to stay hydrated. Same with the coral fans. And maybe you don't need silk touch to pick them up, that would just be nice. That's kind of really all for the coral. So next we have and my computer's being weird. Next we have the Drowned Mob, so let's search that up. Okay, for Minecraft Wiki, reading off the Minecraft Wiki, sorry. Drowned are common underwater zombie variants that spawn in oceans, rivers, or when zombies drown. They are the only source of tridents and the only renewable source of copper. Um, for spawning natural generation, drown naturally spawned at naturally spawn at a light level of zero in all ocean biomes, except for warm ocean, aquifers, and dripstone caves biomes and river biomes. They spawn at higher rates in these rivers than any other biomes. In Java edition, drown spawn individually inside flowing water or source blocks that are two blocks or taller. This can include waterlogged blocks in ocean. Oh. Water, or including waterlogged blocks. In ocean biomes, drowned spawn at y equals 58 or under 58. At least of 
yeah, above 58, sorry, at least six blocks below sea level. This restriction does not apply to rivers. So here it says about they can spawn in ocean ruins. And when a zombie is under underwater, sorry, underwater for too long, it will turn into a drowned. I'm not sure what the exact seconds are. So the good things about the drowned are, of course, the renewable, co the renewable copper and the tridents. The only bad thing about drowned is that they do way too much damage. That is not... Like, they have killed me many times early game and I do not really like it that much, so... That's one of the bad things about them. The second one is that the fact that tridents are such a red drop just made them slightly more... slightly less rare and make the trident of uh, the drowned do slightly less damage. That would be perfect. So that is for the drowned for rating of the coral reef, which I forgot to do before. I'd probably give it a 6 out of 10 experience levels, and for the drowned, probably 7.5 out of 10 experience levels. So now we have the Minecraft Dungeons review, which we will be reviewing the gauntlets. I'm going to try to remember to prepare for the show properly afterward. Oh before every show. So now reading off the Minecraft Dungeons wiki. Gauntlets are a melee weapon in Minecraft Dungeons. Their unique variants are soul fists, maulers, and fighters bindings. They were previously the only item in the game to have three unique variants instead of two or one. They can be common or rare. They are 2.6 power, 6.6 speed, 1.8 area. Um, so you can find them from the Soggy Cave in Adventure Mode, Cacti Canyon in Adventure Mode, Dingy Jungle in Adventure Mode, and Coral Rise. Now I'm assuming it doesn't say any doesn't say any difficulty, so I'm assuming every difficulty. You can also get it from the Village Merchant, Mystery Merchant, Piglin Merchant, and from Ancient Mobs from the Mushroom Cow. It looks like it just says one, two, three, four, five question marks, and just the Mushroom Cow emoji. <laughs> For usage, gauntlets power gauntlets possess low power, extremely high speed, and low area, and they have a combo consisting of four alternating punches, left hook, upcut, and large punch. The first five hits deal the weapon's minimum melee damage, the upcut does around 40% more damage, and the lunge punch deals the maximum melee damage. Um the abilities are the X melee damage, or times melee damage, I think, and relentless combo. So I like how oh, I'm going to play the sound, see if you can hear them. If you can't, then... So, after you've heard those very annoying sounds, um, those are the... <laughs> those are the sounds that they make. So the good thing about the gauntlets are... Well, first of all, they... Ex they attack at extremely fast pace, um, and if you combine that with a death death cat mushroom, which um, makes your speed faster, um, then of course it I think doubles it. So you're going extremely fast. Um, so that is that is the good things about the gauntlets. The bad things are the fact that they're not good power, but then that's kind of cancel that by the fact that they have such extreme speed. Um, 
So that is the gauntlets, and that is our reviews for now. Let's get on to podcast Actually, you know, let's go through the releases first, then we'll get to the podcast news. So now we have our releases. So we have a beta for Bedrock and an official release for Java. We'll start with the Bedrock beta. <clears throat> so for the information preview on the beta, the preview version is 1.18.30.21, or the beta version is 1.18.30.20. Whatever, whatever you choose. I don't quite understand that, but sure. <clears throat> While the version numbers between preview and beta are different, there is no different in the game content. Um, these work in progress versions can be unstable, may not represent the final version or quantity. Okay, blah blah blah. For the experimental features, the deep dark implemented shrieker tweaks in preparation for the warden, which can be added at a later date. Skulk shrieker now listens to skulk sensor tendril cl- clicking. Threat level, which may cause the warden to spawn in future, now decreases over time. So this is bedrock. They do not have the warden, but this time to get the skulk stuff. For non-experimental features and bug fixes, stability and performance to fix several crashes that could occur during gameplay, fix possible crashes on Android when suspending or resuming the app. For gameplay, vertical field is now no longer halved in horizontal split screen, making items such as book and quill easier to view when playing in, sc- in split screen. Tweaks surrounding terrain for structures such as villages during the world generation. TNT no longer disappears when ignited with the TNT explodes game rule disabled and the fire spreads game rule enabled. And gravity affected blocks now fall on top snow when placed above it instead of hovering over it. For vanilla parody, um, players flying in creative mode are no longer pushed by liquid current. Farmer villagers can now use bone meal on crops and can turn excess seeds into bone meal at their composter. Protection enchantment now properly works on most damage types. Fixed a desync issue that could sometimes cause health to regenerate only visually. Landing on a stalagmite is now properly considered fall damage. Fixed some issues where damage invulnerability wasn't being properly being applied. Fixed an issue where the protection enchantment mitigated too much damage. This has been changed to match Java Java edition. Absorption hearts no longer stay yellow while under the weather effect. Added armor toughness. Diamond armor and nether armor now have a toughness value of 2 and 3 respectively. Tweaked armor reduction calculation to account for toughness. Netherite armor will now reduce more damage than diamond armor. Lower the amount of knockback resistance granted by netherite armor. Punching deals less damage now, so better better to match Java edition. For graphical bugs, fixed a bug in the glow squid's texture um, where the glow map in the alpha channel was incorrect, causing patches of non-glowing texture to be seen. Fix the crosshair disappearing when the outline section for blocks is disabled. Players that are on fire now render in front of the player on the inventory screen regardless of in-game camera perspective. Fix a highlight on leather armor appearing on paper dolls. For items, a bucket of tropical fish no longer displays the incorrect name after catching a fish. For the marketplace, the skin equip warning prompt once again appears when equipping a skin of 
from a product page for mobs. The Ravenger now targets and attacks the Wandering Trader. Mobs spawned over a dispenser are now are now per persistent. Shulkers now no shulkers no longer like to occupy the same block as another shulker. Shulkers now prioritize attaching to the neighboring block faces while trying to teleport away. Shulkers now stay attached to the current attached block face if it is valid instead of switching to upright position. For user interface, fixed text in certain languages not being correctly rendered in the new create world screen. For villagers, cartographers now always unlock woodland explorer map trade. Last section for commands, correct error output is now displayed when attempting to use a slash loot spawn command passing the position of an unloaded area where there is zero loot to drop and added the slash loot command insert loot and insert kill overload. Last one, title commands fired before a client was done joining will now show instead of being ignored. So that was quite a big beta for Bedrock. Now we have the full release of Java 1.18.2. So reading off the Minecraft page, we are now releasing 1.18.2 for Minecraft Java Edition. This release adds universal tags and the place feature command. It also introduces the possibility for experimental data packs to customize cave generation and add new custom structures to worlds. Additionally, this version contains um, compliance updates for South Korean players. Enjoy. Changes in 1.18.2. Um, users running Minecraft in a 32-bit environment will receive a warning in the main menu about the upcoming, upcoming end of 32-bit environment support. If you're playing in South Korea, we added gameplay timers and notices in compliance with gaming laws to help remind players to take occasional breaks from gameplay. The seed number zero is no longer handled as a special case. Any chances before slash after an inputted seed will now be tr any spaces, sorry, um, before a or after a inputted seed will now be trimmed. Um, and dolphins will now more accurately pick the closest structure regardless of type. And ender chests are no longer gift wrapped around Christmas. For technical changes, added added command place feature. The locate command now uses namespace ID parameter. The locate command parameter is now a configured structure rather than a structure type. For instance, you can now use slash locate village underscore desert or slash locate shipwreck underscore beach. Locate and locate biome commands now support tags. It is now possible to add custom structures in experimental data packs. A lot of cave generation is now configurable through experimental data packs. Any type present in registries, or blocks, blocks, items, biomes, etc., can now have tags. The data pack version is now 9. Oh, pardon me. Um, the, for the place feature command, new command that places a configured feature at given location. Um, ID, the namespace of ID is a configured feature to place. Um, position, the position to use for the origin of the place feature for, for the feature placement. Oh, there's so much more to go. I'm gonna skip through all the um, technical stuff and go to fix bugs on 1.18.2. In addition to crashes and other stability improvements, around 100 player reported bugs were fixed in this release. You can see those on the bug tracker. 
So that is Minecraft Java 1.18.2. Oh, I'm tired now. So let's get on to podcast news, probably one of the more exciting parts of this episode. Okay, before we get into all the exciting stuff for the Discord thing, we'll start with actual podcast news. We do not have any email. I haven't got any for ages, and that makes me sad. Please send me emails to thedungeonideas at gmail.com. So now for the actual stats. From Spotify, we have 446 starts, 217 streams, 50 listeners, that's our goal, and 19 followers. So thank you so much, everybody who's listening. So now we will go over the Discord server. So we start with the guidelines. Please, please read these, and you will be warned or kicked if you're not. If you're not, oh, how do you explain it? Following these rules. So for the overall, for the overall, what do you call them? Expectations. I'll, I'll just read off what I've written here. Welcome to the Dungeon Discord server. Before you participate, participate. Please read these guidelines. Number one, keep it appropriate. No dirty or inappropriate behaviour. Number two, message in the correct channel. If you want to post a funny picture you found, post it in the chat. Post it in the channel server of randomness, which I'll get to later. If you have a question, put it in the channel questions and comments. Post it later. And if you have anything Minecraft related, like a cool build or if, or you want to sh- that you want to show everyone, put it in Minecraft chat. That is wrong. This is general right now. I'm just going to fix that very quickly. Can't type. There we go. So number three, do not advertise. Please do not post any links to any of your YouTube channels. Or your own podcast or anything like that you may still post funny video links though but keep it appropriate if you do want to advertise please check with me first um and i might say if it's fine or not it depends what it is number four respect the other members in the server do not be mean or inappropriate to any other members this is meant to be a place where people can talk and be safe number five do not post any personal information this is very important we all like to be safe so don't share any personal information about your age name birthday email and other personal things Number six, if someone breaks these rules and makes you feel uncomfortable, message me in the um in the server talk oh that's supposed to say channel in the channel talk to the creator. Which I'll also get to later. And rule number seven, have fun. This is a place where people can hang out, talk to each other, so use it to its full advantage. Thanks for reading this and now please follow all these guidelines. Now there are the voice channel guidelines which I'll read now. Here are the guidelines for the voice channel. Please channels, please note that I will remove these channels if there are any problem. They're kind of an experimental channel if you know what I mean. Rule one, number one, be nice. Nobody likes it if you're mean, so keep it to yourself. Number two, no bad language. If there's, there's enough of this in the real world already, already and we don't really need any more. Three, if you feel unsafe or hurt, then please message me in, talk, in the Talk to Creator channel and I'll do my best to help you. Number four, if you don't want to, don't participate. Don't feel pressured to go in into these channels. That's all that's about wrong. But I'm checking this now. Um, number five, to enter, you have to be at least the rank trusted on the server and I'll ask you to join. And number six, to enter the Admin Plus voice channel, you must be either an admin, show guest, or show host role, which I'll get to the roles later. Please follow the guidelines and keep everyone safe. Also note that I will not use, not go in them often, but I will still go on sometimes. Now we have the roles. So roles are an important command of, part of a community, but you have to get to know them. The current roles are Dungeoneer, that's the first one, so obviously there's at everyone. And the first lowest rank role is Dungeoneer, then Trusted, Guide, Admin, Show Guest, and then Show Host is the best. To get these, you kind of have well, to get these. You have to work for them. Let's start with the dungeoneer role. To get this role, you have to be a frequent member on the server and follow all the guidelines. A perk of this is that you get to be a priority speaker in voice calls. The next is trusted. To get this role, you must be a dungeoneer that has been a long-time member on a server and a friend to all. The perk of this is that you are basically an admin in voice calls. You can mute, deafen, and deafen other people, and you also have priority speaker. 
The next role is Guide. To get this role, you must be a trusted rank and a very long time member, and someone that I think is friendly enough and helpful enough to be a guide. This role actually does have some work. You have to make sure that new members have read the guidelines. Ha oh, that's have a. Um, you have to make sure that. Oh, I'm lost. Oof. Give me a second, sorry. Um, there it is, okay. Let's start again. To get this role, you must be a trusted rank or a very long time member. Um, you have to make sure that new members have read the guidelines and that they know their way around. This role is optional, so if you don't feel like showing new members around, you don't have to. You will also you can also as this role you report any bad behaviour I might have missed. The other perks of this role are that you get to manage nicknames and you are able to edit the roles. So just if that wasn't clear, if you don't want to be a guide, you don't have to be. For the next role is admin. To get this role, you must be a guide or dungeoneer that I know personally or have spent a lot of time with on the server. As an admin, you are able to message me directly, I'll have you on my friend list, and tell me anything you need to. The perks here are that you are able to do most things and edit channels, so this role is quite powerful. The next is the show guest role. To get this role, you must either be a guide or an admin that has been a, show, that has been a guest on the show at least once. The perks here are that you get to do pretty much everything except kick, ban, or time out people. And the final role is show host. Um, to be a show host, you must be a frequent guest on the show and a, a long-time listener. These people have all the respect. The perks here are that you have every power to edit, not many will get to this role. Also note that I will only update roles when I remember, but I'll try once a week, so I'll make it make it every time I record an episode or after I've done enough posted, I'll just go through and edit and change the roles. So then you have, obviously, the Talk to, talk to the Creator channel. Um, so this is the channel where you can talk to me about any problems you have on the server or if, or if you're feeling unsafe. I'll try to help you or fix what's broken best I can. It is also coded that you can only post every two minutes, so when you post, make sure you say everything you want to. I need to check how much time I've got left. I've got plenty. Um, so the next one is the Notice Board. Welcome to the Notice Board. Here I will post about announcements for the podcast, big things that happen in Minecraft, and other things. So like, one of the first things I posted here... Um, it's about the Minecraft Java 1.18.2 release. It's not huge, but it's better than anything. And also yesterday I posted a new episode tomorrow. Oh, I spelled that really badly. Tomorrow. I'll possibly late tonight, keep your eyes peeled. Oh, if you're confused, I have Callum, who's been on the show before, and two other friends of mine. Um, so now we have the role forms. So if you're confused, there are forms. I made a Google Forms, a few sheets that um, you can, there's just a link, you click it and fills out, and you can fill it out and Hopefully, I will either accept or um, decline your form and you'll become the role. So, welcome to becoming a guide. Here's the link for the to becoming a guide on server. Please read about what this is on the roles channel and please fill out the following form if you want to be a guide. So then there's becoming an admin. There is already one admin on the server, one of my friends. Um, if, you, if you're ever on, you'll see. If whoever becomes a guide or admin or any other things, oh, excuse me, um, from doing these, I will post your name. I will put, I can't speak. I will post your name underneath the underneath the link um so then we're getting on the show is another form and then becoming all powerful which is the form coming for becoming a show host so then we have the text channels um so this channel is for welcoming new members which is kind of obvious then we've got the general channel just talking about minecraft the podcast or anything that's on topic random stuff should be in the channel of randomness then we've got questions and comments this channel is for posting questions for the show or just asking me about something about the podcast like how i do it ask away um so then there's the channel of randomness of course um, this kind of stuff explanatory. Then you've got the bot channel. Um, so the bots that we've got on the server are Sensorbot, Craig Recording Bot, Dino, MEE21, and YAGPDB.xyz. Um, so there's a list of commands. I'm not going to read them all out because there's heaps. If you want a list of all the commands, you can just type slash in the bot channel. Um, a few of them you won't be able to do, like slash kick or slash ban, but that is that. Now for the Welcome to Creations channel, the channels for your creations, Minecraft builds, redstone contraptions, you name it, even your cool stuff you did in the weekend, just to make sure it's appropriate. So if you like to do a cool drawing or, I don't know, something like that. 
you put in there. Then, of course, you've got Minecraft chat, so you can chat about Minecraft and only Minecraft. You can speak to adding things, post strange generation you find, find, but it has to be Minecraft. Then we've got the show improvements, which in this channel I will post a few questions which you can react to your answer. It should help improve the show. So I will like um, write a post, how do you think about this, and um, react thumbs up if you like it, thumbs down if you don't. Um, then of course I have the new episodes channel, which I will just post every new episode. I started with episode 14, 15, 16, and I'll post this one afterwards. And then of course the most important channel is pet pictures. Um, this is the only channel where you can post pet pictures, um, so please keep pet pictures to here, but make sure they're cute. <laughs> Then we have the voice channels, we've got the Dungeoneer Plus voice channel, so you have to be at least a Dungeoneer um, rank, and anyone else can go in here. Then Admin Plus voice channel, so you can, if you're an admin you can go in here. And then of course there's recording voice channel, which there is a maximum of five people, um, and we'll be doing recording in there. So that is the Discord server. I'll post a link in the description of this episode. Also, other for other podcast news, um... I think it was last episode I posted an idea about a possible music podcast because I like making music. So email me at thedungeonideas at gmail.com or message me on Discord in the, I don't know, what, what are the channel suits? I can't remember them all right now. Um, and I'll see how many, um, see if people agree with me or not on that. And then I will either do it or not. So that is the podcast news. Okay, now for the main topic of the episode, we will be going over the blocks that you can only get through commands or creative. Um, so let's start with the obvious, which is the command block. I'll be reading everything off the Minecraft wiki. So a command block is a block that can execute commands, obviously, because it cannot be obtained or edited in survival mode without cheats. It is primarily used on multiplayer servers and creative worlds and custom maps. An impulse command block is a default block type. It executes only once when activated. A chain command block executes every time or when triggered. Um, a repeating command block ex executes every game tick as long as it is activated. Um, so then we have obtaining command blocks. You can use the command slash give at s minecraft dot dot command or minecraft. I don't know what that's called. Command underscore block or slash set block um, wherever you are, wherever, uh, wherever you are. Um, command block with coordinates rather. In Java edition, just like other blocks that can store NBT data using pick blocks plus control copies, the command, I'm not reading that, it's confusing. <laughs> um, so the command block is very, very, a very, very powerful block. Um, you can use it to, I, I find myself, I'm building an escape room, you might call it an, you might call it an escape room, um, for my brother, he's building one for me, um, and we will then put each other against them. So I'm using lots of command blocks like give them effects, um, potion effects, stuff like that. Um, so the command block is a super powerful block. It's basically bedrock. You can't break it in survival. So it's blast resistance of, let's check how much blast resistance of resistance it has. Um, blast resistance infinity, hardness infinity. Okay, so it's, um, I wonder what it's made out of. Um, we have heaps of blocks to go through, so I'm going to try to keep it brief. So if you want to learn about 
more on the command block, um, please watch a video. You're not going to get much information from here because I'm very tired and my voice hurts. Um, so for the next block, we have the structure block, which is a block used to generate structures manually. So you can give it to yourself slash give at s um, structure block. Um, so there has a few modes. So there is save mode. Um, there is um, load mode, load mode, um, corner mode, and data mode. Yep, that's it. Um, so the save mode is what you use. You select a position wherever you wanted to, and it um, copies that, and then you can paste it around the world. So it's kind of confusing mode edit. For the load mode, obviously you can um, load any of your pasted structures. So you just have to type in the name, the coordinates you want to go, and then you can edit it so you can like say, oh no, I want it to go, I want it to go um, three blocks to the left and one block upwards, and you can do that. Um, then you have the corner mode, which I have never used and I have no idea what it is, so watch YouTube video on it. And then we have the data mode, which is mode, 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 which is Java edition only and can only be used during natural generation. I also don't understand the data mode, but it's got a cool block texture. That's all I'm going to say. So you can paste already existing structures from the load mode. Oh, this sounds so funny. You can um go. You can load the ancient city, bastion, in city, fossil, igloo, nether fossils, pillager, outpost, ruin portal, shipwreck, underwater ruin, village, wood mansion, and coral crust, which is bedrock edition only. So that is the structure block, which is a very useful block. Then we have the structure void, which is different between bedrock and Java. Well, the texture is. Um, so in Java, if you're, um, if you're a structure and you give yourself structure void, um, and there's like lots of air in the middle of your block, but you want that to be filled with whatever blocks. If you're generating the structure underground and you've got the air there, like normally it will copy that air into that, into the structure. So we have, um, like air in the middle of it. But if you put structure void in that air block, whatever block was there originally will be in that air block. So it's like it's being completely left alone. Um, so that is the structure void in Java. It's the same on bedrock, except it's a bit like a barrier block. You can't see it. Um, you can place blocks on it, but the only difference is you can walk through it. So you can make some very, very interesting minecart rails. So that is the structure void. Not sure that noise was, but let's keep going. Um, next is the barrier block, which you can only obtain using commands. You just go slash give at s barrier. Um, and when you when you hold it in your hand, you can see all barrier blocks um, that have um, that have been placed within a certain block radius around you. Um, um, it's kind of confusing. It's kind of a confusing block. If you place it. You, and in, you can't break it in survival, you can't walk through it in survival, and you can only see the hitbox of it. So like if you're hovering over it, you can see the outline that you get. But that is the only way to see it in survival mode. So that is the barrier block. Next we have the light block, which has 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 
19, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 different stages. Yep, 15 different stages. Um, so basically it's a block that you can walk through. Um, you can only see it if you hold it. And when you place it, it starts off with a light level 15. And you can right click it to make any light level you want. Um, but basically it's an invisible light source, which is kind of cool if you ask me. Um, so that is the light block. Then we have a very, very interesting one, the debug stick. This is feature exclusive to Java Edition. Slash give that is debug stick. Um, so the debug stick can basically edit any block. So if you have a block that you want to be waterlogged, you just left click until the um, select. It's, it just comes up at the bottom of your screen, like when you select the block, it shows a name, it just comes up there. So it'll say block waterlogged false, block facing north, block facing east. Um, and once you select the one you write, you one you want, you click right click to edit that. So if you want to be waterlogged, you um, left click until it comes across waterlogged and then you right click it. If you want a fence to um, not be attached to the fence beside it, you just set um, um, facing whatever direction that is false and it turns makes it invisible or turns it off. So it is a very interesting item and it is really, really cool. Um, sorry about the background noise, but that is the debug stick. Next, we have the jigsaw block, which I have never ever used, so I'm quite interested in this. Um, so the not available in creative, you can give yourself at is jigsaw block. Um, the jigsaw blocks are function blocks that allow the game to construct structures out of smaller templates. GUI from Jigsaw Blocks indicates well, that's that's the GUI. Um, I'm guessing it's just recording there. Oh gosh, I'm just playing my ones from before. I didn't put them on mute, so um, it has a few sounds, but they're probably quite strange, and I'm not gonna play them. Um, so I don't quite understand what it does. I guess it is just what it said before. Um, jigsaw blocks. Uh, I, I don't know. They allow the f they are function blocks that allow the game to construct structures out of smaller structures, smaller templates. Um, so that is the um, jigsaw block. Next we have the spawner, which obviously everybody knows about. Um, it is a Java and Bedrock block. Cannot be obtained in the creative inventory in Java anyway. I'm not sure about. Um, when mined, it drops XP. When mined with silk touch, it also drops experience. Um, you can only get it by going slash give. And automatically, when you go slash give, it's a pig spawn. So when you place it down, it will spawn pigs. So what you need to do is you need to take the um, spawn egg of the mob that you want to spawn and right click it, and it will um, make it spawn that mob. Um, it doesn't work with ender dragon eggs or the chicken laid chicken eggs. Um, I don't think. But it pretty much works with any spawn egg, which are only available in creative menu. So that is the spawner. Now next is a very, very strange, strange block. The petrified oak slab. It is the exact same texture as a ordinary oak slab. 
and you can place on top of each other to make an ordinary oak, um, what do you call it, um, oak block, oak plank block, um, but except you mine it with a pickaxe and there are no, there's no crafting recipe for it. So if you want to add a separate block, um, that is, and you don't want to make a data pack, then what you do is you use this, this block, this hidden block, you just change the crafting recipe. So it's, this is the petrified oak slab, it is just, just weird. Um, so that is the petrified oak slab. Do not ask me why that's in the game. And now that sums up our main topic, so let's get on to this outro. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Dungeon, a Minecraft podcast. You can email me at thedungeonideas at gmail.com and that email address will be in the description as well as the Discord invite. I'm looking forward to seeing you on the Discord server and thank you for listening. I will see you in the next episode.